Welcome to the Garbage Fire Podcast, aka MFKS Radio on the Airwaves dial at 487.52. Your pod is hosted by Kelsey and Megan, who are professionals and so are accountable for their workplace actions. The Garbage Fire Pod is all about being unironically passionate to the point that you would dive into the dumpster for the things that you love. Boom, boom. Do you know what I don't love? Please tell me. Mainstream media. (laughs) Sports media. (laughs) Let's talk about it. Uh, Mark Spector was at it again. Yesterday. He needs his own, like, stinger music on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not in the Taylor Hall beef jerky. No. Social media update. It's Mark Spector did stupid things update. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. Wrestling fans, send us some music. <laughs> we'll get that in there. Um, but yeah, it needs some entrance music. So, somebody on Sportsnet, I don't know who, because I didn't actually read the whole thing. I only read parts of it. Um, published a thing, uh, an interview with Jordan Everly. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, where he talked about sort of a season with the Islanders and how it's been going. Spoiler, pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> a trend that we happen to see, interestingly. We'll talk about that in a minute. Because um, <laughs> there's lots lots to say there. Um, and uh, he was talking about how playing in Edmonton is hard. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of pressure mm-hmm. from fans and from media. And he said that, you know, over time you're not playing well and your confidence takes a bit of a hit because you're not playing well. And then... You read what people say about you in the media, and then you don't play well. Mm -hmm. And it's sort of a self-fulfilling thing. And so now that he's playing in Brooklyn, I think that the spotlight is off. Mm -hmm. Except in Edmonton, I think the spotlight's still on him. But the spotlight is off (laughs) of him um, in Brooklyn. And I think that he probably enjoys that. Because no one's paying attention. Mm -hmm. Um, But anyway, Mark Spector did the thing where he was like, well, if I was a GM and I had a player like Jordan Eberle on my team and who was as mentally weak as he is, I would trade him immediately because he can't handle the pressure. And I think it's funny because guess who blocks people on Twitter for disagreeing with them all the time? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's such a gross application of toxic masculinity, too. Yeah. As if people are not allowed to feel anything of your criticism for them. Like... Yeah. As if you do that... With no expectation of the consequences of your terrible actions onto that person. Like, he, like Spectre feels that he is completely free in this bubble. Yeah. As if he is not accountable or accountable for anything that he does. Which is insane. Yeah. Like, it's absolutely insane. Like, their job is to cover the team. And mm-hmm. that's fine. And some of them do it really well, and some of them don't. Mm-hmm. I would say Spectre sort of walks on the side of doesn't. In my opinion. Yeah. Um, block me, please. I don't want to read any more of your garbage, so I'll tweet at you and then you can block me. That'd be great. <laughs> um, should mute his names on your Twitter feed. I should. I really, really And all iterations of it. Yeah. Um, all of them. But not, it's just... Not Mark Spinkter, though. No, because uh, that's great. <laughs> Shout out to Stace. That's awesome. Um, but, like, it's not even just that. I read a really interesting point yesterday to in response to that about all of the people that are sort of are defending Spectre, I guess, for what he had to say. Someone made the point that like if, you know, Spectre's one of the people who supports the Bell Let's Talk initiative. Mm-hmm. And then he's talking about Everly being mentally weak. And those are I don't know if he realizes, but those are definitely two sides of the same coin. Yeah. And the notion that somebody maybe can't handle constant criticism, I don't think makes a person mentally weak. I think it makes them human. Yeah, exactly. Like can you imagine I mean, and, and this is the thing, I, I, I retweeted a thing that, that uh, Jack Michael said yesterday about, like, how people think they can do the jobs, and you, you know, you work your way up from the bottom of a profession, whatever, whatever, and I said, yeah, but imagine doing a job where people 
think they can do your job because mm-hmm. they've at one point in time been on the other side of your job and they think they could just do your job and they know everything about it mm-hmm. and then they try and tell you how to do your job mm-hmm. and then sometimes they get jobs in media and then they write about how you should do your job but they don't ever actually want to do your job ultimately and I like went on like a bit of a rant and kudos to Jack Michaels because he sent me a DM and we had a conversation about it um about like the the blogger mainstream media sort of thing this, which is I guess where we're going with this but I was just like yeah but we work in an industry where you are under constant scrutiny mm-hmm. and if you fuck up Mm-hmm. There's repercussions, mm-hmm. like big ones, and the constant, constant, constant scrutiny is so real. You're in front of students each day mm-hmm. that can, for whatever reason, accurate or not, you know, provide some criticism against you. Against you. And I don't know if y'all know this, but teenagers are mean. They are super mean. That's why junior high was the absolute worst, yeah. and high school is like decidedly better. But like teenagers are mean when they want to be. Yeah. And if they decide they don't like you, mm-hmm. it's hard. And depending upon this the school that you're in, you might have fellow staff members that are very critical of you. Yeah. Or not trusting of you. And same goes for administrative staff. And then there's also like parents mm-hmm. who can be perhaps rightfully so critical of you and and your work yep so it comes from all angles yeah and then i think i don't know about you well actually i do know about you i know this because like i think we're also our own worst critics yes absolutely because um, like every time i teach something I'm like well that was terrible um yeah and it never gets any easier and it never gets any better um but like i don't go to work thinking that i can just do whatever i want and not Mm-mm. have to face any kind of um, consequences for the actions. Mm-hmm. Like, I, for example, I marked an exam the other day. I used the wrong multiple choice key mm-hmm. to mark the exam. The highest mark of my exam with what I marked was 27%, and I just about died <laughs> until I realized that it was for my wrong grade 11s and not my grade 10s, and I was like, oh, thank God. Because <laughs> they were the exact same number of questions. Yeah. It was, you know, every, and I, I just assumed that it was the same one, and so I took it. And mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a little bit of a a moment. Mm-hmm. I was like, holy shit, what have I done? Yeah. Yeah. And it is frustrating how it seems like the Edmonton media has no regard whatsoever for the implications of what narratives they're putting out there. No. I mean, you remember last season when Ramenda started talking about Everly's practice habits? Yeah. And then, then all of a sudden he was the name of the guy that was going to be traded? That's what I'm talking about when I mean, like, character assassination like how do they not feel anything about doing that to someone i know and it's weird because like they like they're work with, with these guys all, all the day all day and they're like well we have access we have the connections and yet you do like the bitchiest thing ever would to be like be nice to someone yeah. cozy up to them to get like to get a soundbite or an interview or whatever and then in your friggin' paper trash him top to bottom? Like, what? Well, and the other thing, too, like, there's the, the the criticism that I see a lot online of guys who aren't in media, guys like Jeff Follett and Matt Henderson and whatever, and Steve Dangle, who've, like, never played hockey, mm-hmm. but are pretty good at what they do. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to agree with everything that they say to acknowledge that they put a lot of work into mm-hmm. the writing that they do. Um... And they're like, well, you never played the game, so why is your opinion valid? And I'm like, yeah, but why is your opinion valid, buddy, on the internet? Mm-hmm. Like, you, maybe you played the game, but, like, you're not a professional. Mm-hmm. So why is your opinion valid? I th- yeah, and I think it all comes <coughs> back to 
that idea of what a professional is, mm-hmm. right? And defining that just to people who write for a byline mm-hmm. is incredibly unfair. Well, and I mean, I'm going to say something really conceited here. Okay. I'm a really good writer. <laughs> um... <laughs> As you just told me, read to me your shit post. Oh, I did make a shit post about for the, it was just for the pregame part though. I wrote a really like good cogent you know explication of this whole situation underneath. Yeah. I just my That's pregame true. my pregame was just like it was fucking terrible, and I said blah blah blah, and also the word shit can. So whatever, <laughs> but like when I'm actually writing, I'm not when I'm writing a pregame post about the Oilers mm-hmm. or making a bullet point post game where I'm like, well, they didn't try. Why should I? Mm-hmm. When I actually write for myself, like to publish something or whatever, I think I'm a pretty good writer. Mm-hmm. And I would contend that I'm probably a better writer than anybody who's writing and getting paid mm-hmm. by any major media organization in this country to write about the Oilers. Except for that athletic dude, Dom, that you sent me. I thought yeah, that and John, well, I'm not, that's not a major media thing. Okay, they're so still, they're separate. Okay. Yeah, they're separate. Because, yeah. I think the athletic writers are excellent. Don Letitian, John Willis, like, yeah. they're, Tyler Dello, like, those guys are phenomenal. The work yeah. that they, and the work they do is great, and the, the amount of work they put into what they're doing is, up, up is there, something yeah. that I don't have time for. Mm-hmm. It's not that I don't want to be able to do that, but I just, I don't have the capacity to do that right now. But it, when it comes to, like, straight writing, mm-hmm. could I write a David Staples shitpost column better than he could? Absolutely. I feel like that's such a contradiction or oxymoron in itself. Could I write a better shit post than? Yeah, I know, but like, <laughs> could I? Sure. Would it take me less time? Absolutely. Would it be more insightful? Of course it would. Um, and I'm only a paperclip, so what the fuck do I know? But would like, it be full of office metaphors? Yes, I want. <laughs> but like, I just, I, and to me, when I read some of that stuff, like, I find it personally offensive that these guys have been allowed to skate by for so mm-hmm. long on something, yeah. which I suppose some people call expertise, but in my mind is just literally, like, white man longevity. Because, mm-hmm. like, they're not good. No, and that's what's so frustrating about it for us, because now that we have the access via social media and the internet to voices that don't get heard, they still are such strong gate- gatekeepers against yeah. allowing those voices to have any validity. Well, the thing that I said in my um, in my pregame in the non-shitpost part of things, in the <laughs> bottom, if anyone wants to read it, it's at the bottom. Um, but I just said that, like, I always feel like these mainstream media guys are kind of reacting the same way that factory workers would have reacted um, when mechani- full mechanization sort of mm-hmm. takes place, right? Because all of a sudden there's something that can do your, your job for a fraction of the cost mm-hmm. and do it better than you can. And that that has to be something that's, like, a little bit sort of fear-inducing in them. Mm-hmm. And they have two choices there. They have to, like, you know, stick get to better. the status quo or get better. And eventually, if they don't get better, they're going to be removed from within. And you're going to have guys like Dom and, like, Jonathan Willis mm-hmm. doing the work because their work is better. Mm-hmm. But, like, I yeah, when I read some of that stuff, I find it, like, personally offensive mm-hmm. that these guys have been allowed to, like, have the platform and have the voice because some of them are just so fucking stupid. And that's what I found so frustrating about Spectre is because I feel like he has attempted to be a champion in some way for, like, social justice issues on Twitter. Like, he was speaking out against misogyny and, like, the Bell Let's Talk bullshit. And then... Not bullshit, sorry. Then he comes out with bullshit like this. Yeah. Where you're like... Dude. But what? Yeah. Like, what is your, what is your angle then? Uh, well, and somebody made a comment, too, that these guys are, lots of them in, in a lot of cases, are doing it for the clicks, right? Like, they're just doing it 
for the readership, which sucks. I mean, I would that love... That takes your legitimacy away, then. Yeah, well, of course it does. Like, in the how summertime... Remember that? we talked in the summertime how I wrote that piece about, like, why the other should let dress heddle go and be offshooted by New Jersey? Yeah. And people got really angry. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, first of all, if you didn't read all the way to the end of the post, you didn't catch my Caden joke, and that's, like, that's the punchline for the whole thing, and mm-hmm. it was really great. But, like, people got really upset and of course I did it for the clicks, mm-hmm. but I was also curious to see what people would actually say and what their reaction would be. Mm-hmm. It doesn't delegitimize my opinion about the issue, no. but it does definitely delegitimize the message I was trying to send. Yes. And I'm, I, but I was also fully aware of that when yeah. I hit publish because that was my point. But do you think they're self-aware enough no. to know clickbait? No, not at all. I don't think so. And I think maybe they're aware enough to, like, publish shit that they know will be controversial. Like, do they have any but editorial staff whatsoever that are looking over this? Clearly not. Look at the garbage that they put out. Mm-hmm. Like, there can't be anybody who's any good at their job. Or the editing is just, like, rubber stamping. Mm-hmm. Right? Their editors are, like, the governor general, right? Just, like, it's gonna get through anyway. I said shit. <laughs> I grant to you. Yeah. Shit post. That's a, that's a really, that's a good metaphor. <laughs> Ultimately. <laughs> but like, yeah, it's just, and it's so frustrating because then you see stuff and like, um, last week or the week before, whenever it was, when Spectre was calling him like David for being like the turnovers or whatever. And I was just like, I just wanted to like, like give me a break. Just wanted to like chop his knees off and be like, you are not allowed to do this anymore. And then Bob Stoffer didn't call him out by name, no. but at least called him out. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is why when I was talking um, with Jack Michaels yesterday, I did say to him that, like, as in my opinion, I feel like the best and most balanced coverage of the team comes on the radio. Yes. Um, there's good discussion. Like, I know on, on 1260, Low Tide does his show every day, and he's always got guys who are looking at it from analytics perspectives, and they're talking about, you know, what's wrong with the Oilers, and how can we fix this, and, like, what are what are the actual problems, not, mm-hmm. oh, they don't have enough grit and intensity, there's not enough jam, like, who cares? That's not the stuff that they're saying, which is nice. And then you get Stoffer trying to at least talk about some certain things. Um, so I think on the radio they do the best job. And I think partially print media mm. is okay. There, I think there are certain writers that are doing certain things that are okay. But then others, I'm just like, how much water are you carrying and why? Yeah. And then, then there's the TV and that's like an entirely separate issue. Yeah. And that sucks because we get garbage. And we get most of it through the TV. Yeah. During games, of course. Yeah, and I... And that's a lot of the time the largest platform for it. I mean, I know it's not TSN's fault or anything, but, like, man, if they had won that... Mm -hmm. If they had won that bid for that coverage, oof, things would be so different. I know. It would be so much better. Because if I listen to TSN on, like, That's Hockey or even on, like, SportsCenter, or occasionally I'll get, like, a TSN game... You know, like if I watch Center Ice, I'm like watching the Devils on a feed, and it happens to be on on TSN or whatever. Um, and I listen to the panel. I'm always just like, oh my god. I know. Why can't we have this kind of insight? Instead, we have to listen to Mark Spector and John Shannon and John Shannon. And like, ugh, I would rather I would rather listen to PJ Stock again forever than listen to Mark Spector one more time. I think it's so funny that people who are like grinder plugs end up on the commentary shows and goalies like why i don't know <laughs> i'm not sure um somebody pointed out the other day because i was making fun of because they're weirdos Huck soup again about how lozo was right and wish was mm-hmm. wrong and then um somebody was like well every panel has to have the guy who's no, always they don't. wrong 
No, but they, they but they do, and 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 I mean, if it's only two, you can't really call it a panel. But a panel of three or more, there's always the one guy who's going to have a contrary, contrarian opinion. But you ha- can have a contrarian opinion without it being asinine and thirty degrees in the other direction. Like you can have an alternate opinion what? that's not shitting in a. Do you bucket. think they know that? <laughs> <laughs> shitting in a bucket, huh? That's where we've sunk to. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah it's just. And so, and so then I saw this morning, I don't know, you saw it too, because you liked one of the tweets, but, like, Wyshynski was talking about how much he was enjoying the the MSM Blogger Wars in Edmonton again, and I was like, dude, I'll find you all the best quotes, don't you worry. Yeah. So, during the game today, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna not watch, <laughs> I'm gonna just find all the shit posts and put them in a little storefy form and send them, send them along, so that him and Lozo can talk about it. Yeah. Ad infinitum, because that's how it goes here. Yeah. Do you think they know what ad infinitum means? No. Not Lozo and Wyshynski, but the other guys. No. I'm curious <laughs> what... Curious what their, like, legitimate qualifications are. Well, and see, this like, is Like, did the, Spectre go to journalism school? I don't know, but this is the thing, and this was one of the, And I didn't address it with, with Michaels, because we had a, a, a fine discussion, and I didn't want to get into it, but he said, you know, you work your way up in it as you do in any profession, and that's totally fair. fair. But these guys... But if you're shit, you shouldn't be at the top of your profession. Yes, but also, these guys that are doing all of this work, right? Like the, the How guys are they that not are, working? The guys that are writing yeah. for The Athletic and writing their own stuff and, like, um, uh, like Wood Guy doing his thing. Like, he's got a job, he runs his own business, he's doing other shit outside of this, but he finds the time like to write. But how is that more... But that's technically, in a way starting at the bottom mm-hmm. is it not mm-hmm. and if you keep if you continually do good work eventually someone's gonna notice mm-hmm. right or so the theory says that's the th- what the theory. and then don't you break in that way like isn't that how a guy like thomas Drance got hired by the florida panthers because he was doing work with the nation network and then some analytics work on his own and now he works for an nhl team mm-hmm. tyler dello spent years and years shit talking about the oilers and how bad they were and then got hired by them yeah, to an like interesting, <coughs> interesting effect in the in the long run, but yeah, but but you know, still, yeah, somebody knows the work that he was doing. So isn't that how you get in? Mm-hmm. Like, wouldn't you think? Mm-hmm. So I, are they afraid, perhaps, of like the new the, the new like starting from the bottom means something different now than it did when they started? Is that what the problem is? Yeah, I think it's the same thing with you know the idea of quote unquote old media and new media. Right, and in, in just in terms of like publishing, yeah, newspapers versus whatever. Because like I feel like publishing a blog, right? Every, like low tide. I don't know when he started writing about the Oilers, but it's mm-hmm. been a long time. And he writes every day, mm-hmm. every day, every day. Um, but someone who does that, that's how is that any different? And for no compensation, and maybe the only revenue they make is a little bit of ad revenue enough to like keep their site going or whatever. Mm-hmm. How is that any different from an unpaid internship? It's not. Like, really and truly. They'd probably say, I'm assuming that it's the lack of oversight and mentorship is the difference. Well, then maybe if people would offer oversight and mentorship, then people wouldn't have to turn to mm-hmm. self-publication. Yeah. Right? hmm But it's just, like, it's fascinating to me. And it happens all of the time. Because, of course, the issue now is that Ryan Nugent Hopkins is on the trade block. Oh, my God. And you know they're going to trade him. I said to Henderson yesterday that I'll just make I'll just tweet about it and then a week later it'll happen because I'm two for two on that front and then I was like I skipped a couple lines I was like or you could say one for one twice. <laughs> um, 
Uh, thank you. Thank you for laughing at that because nobody, I don't think anyone really got that. Because um, I definitely talked about both trades very shortly before they happened. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so funny because I'm just so done with the Oilers. Like, I'm just so done with the Oilers. And it's just, it's just funny. Alex, who writes for the Oilers rig and lives outside Boston, he gave away his tickets to the game today. Mm. Um, the Oilers, the Oilers come to Boston once a year, and he gave away his tickets. But then, people that him and his dad have like season tickets to the Pats with also have tickets for the Bruins. We're like, we're not going, so they gave them to Alex, so he's going anyway oh. with better seats. But originally, he gave away his tickets. He was like, I don't. He didn't even sell them. Mm. Just give them away. Yeah. Just don't care. Yeah. And this is a guy who's like been an Oilers fan for. He was an Oilers fan through the whole decade of darkness, and like just started just before. They made the playoffs in 06. Mm-hmm. So he's been around as a fan for, yeah. like, all of the garbage. And it's, isn't it funny that, oh, I wonder what's changed, where now you're actually just straight up giving up. Yeah. Nothing's changed. Poss- possibly some, I don't know, just top-to-bottom mismanagement of assets. What? Possibly? No. What? What? So, like, I'm trying to think about an equivalent outside of sports that you could, like, look at how that's done. Oh, I got it. Okay. Having a school and okay. firing all your social teachers and hiring gym teachers instead to do the same job. Oh, that never happens. <laughs> um, let's but talk. About, let's talk, let's talk about something that never that, that never <laughs> actually happens. It's only hypothetical. Um, yeah. Or or hiring people to teach specific things who aren't actually qualified to teach those things because you want them to coach something. Mm, yeah, that's a that's real... a thing that never happens. Oh boy. Um, but yeah, so you you take people who are good at what they do, mm-hmm. and you somehow get rid of them mm-hmm. in order to make room for make room for people who fit a mold that you're trying to mm-hmm. build. But then it turns out that your mold has some holes in it, mm-hmm. and everything just leaks out anyway. Yeah, yeah. And all of your talent is now bled away, and nobody wants to come back there because mm. you're hot garbage, and not in the good way like we are. <laughs> you're just like <laughs> just I'm just. What's- What's the hot part mean, Megan? You know, you know, you know when you, like, put something in a garbage can that's got, like, a lid on it, and you can feel, like, the garbage steam? That kind of hot garbage. Okay. That's what I mean. So this, like... Yeah. It's more of a fermentation. Yeah. Because that's the grossest (laughs) feeling in the world. Well, it started out being a good metaphor, and now it's a bad metaphor. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Hot garbage. But, like, yeah, so Alex, I mean, he's going to the game because whatever, but he's like, I'm going to wear a paper bag on my head. Do it! And his girlfriend's going with him, and I'm not 100% sure that she's ready for, like, Alex, who's given up (laughs) to be at this game. Um, And, of course, the Oils will probably win today, but no, they won. It's an afternoon game. Never mind. But I was going to say, of course, they'll win today, and then everyone will be back on the bandwagon for a little while. But it's just really interesting. I had a conversation with someone else yesterday about a whole bunch of stuff Oilers-related, and it was the same kind of thing. Like, we both agreed that it's a little bit vindicating, but also in, like, a really depressing way. Yeah, because you wish it wasn't yes. this way. Like, it's it's the most fucked up, like, schadenfreude I've ever experienced in yes. my life. Because I'm enjoying other people's misery because, like, welcome to my life. But it's also coming at the expense of, like, I want I want my team to actually do well. How's it taste, mofos? <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I don't know. I mean, Jordan Everly's having a good season. He is. Playing with Matthew Barzal, who the Oilers also could have drafted. Yeah. And I, I'm going to mirror what you said to me in a different context, which we won't bring up. <laughs> but you did say to me today, or this week, when I was feeling a little bit sad about things, 
they're free now. We should just be happy for them that they're happy. <laughs> oh, man. Yes, I did say that, didn't yeah. I? Yeah. Yeah. But they are. They're free. Yeah. Uh, Taylor Hall's had five points in two games. He is. And I've been saying for Super quite good. some time that he was due. Mm, yeah, did you see the chances? 95 scoring chances? I know. Ridiculous. Between him and Barzal and Everly, um, they are on point, on pace for 235 points this season. Jeez. Just saying. Cheese and crackers, hey? Um, that's a lot. Yep. That is a lot. But hey, what do we know? We're just on Twitter. Who could have predicted this? That's what I want to know. Who could have predicted this? Mm-hmm. Other than everybody. <laughs> yeah. And like, but yeah, it's just interesting. I, like I was saying, I had this conversation with someone yesterday and we were just sort of like, oh, it sucks that we're right. Like, I don't want to be right in this case. Mm-hmm. I would really like my team to be doing well. Like, I would love for them to be playing well and winning. Because last season... I didn't enjoy it for, like, my own reasons, reasons, but I know yeah. other people loved it, and I would love that. Mm-hmm. But, like, last week, after the Blues game, I was like, how many days till baseball season starts? Oh, for sure. That's where I was at. And you're like, oh, I it's have, only mid-November? Great. And I have never had that thought before, yeah. ever in my life. Like, before, how long till like, baseball? They can turn it around. Yeah. 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 And, like, I mean, the Packers are done. They're probably going to finish 5-11 and because Aaron Rodgers is hurt and Mike McCarthy's a terrible coach, and so I'm sort of whatever about them, mm-hmm. too. I'm not overly whatever. I'm not overly optimistic. Mm-hmm. It'll be a miracle if they make the playoffs. And I, But I'm, I'm okay with knowing that. But there's a sense of, like, realism to that yes. scenario. Like, it's not like there's this no. glory narrative that you can get no. to by this point. Um, No, because their quarterback is hurt, yeah. and he's the best player on the team by a country mile, mm-hmm. and... When he's not there or not playing well, the team's fucking terrible. Is a country mile longer than a city mile? Probably. But why? Because it feels longer. Because there's nothing in between. I I thought it was like, because I can't count that on the farm. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't you grow up in a small town? I did, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Glass houses and whatnot. Hey, (laughs) left and never went back for me. Um, but yeah, it's just so, so for me, like I was, yeah, I was legitimately thinking like, when is baseball season? Mm-hmm. In case you were wondering, pitchers and catchers report on February 14th. Perfect. Valentine's Day. Yeah. Are romantic. Mm-hmm. Not for their families, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. But yeah, and I have never had that thought during a hockey season, because you're right. It's always been, oh yeah, they, they can get better, they can turn it around. Even in like the midst of that decade of darkness, I was like... How bad can it be? Yeah. Barely worse. But well, I still enjoyed it. It was still fun. Yeah. Because be, it would be so uneven. Like they would, like it is now. They'd go and they'd win six fucking one against Chicago. And then they get <laughs> skunked nine to zero, right? Yeah. Like it was just so uneven that you didn't quite. Okay, do you remember when Sam Gagne scored his eight points? I was there, Megan. I super remember. So, but was that also the same season that Buffalo beat us like nine to one? I'm sure it was. Because that wouldn't surprise me in the slightest. No. I'm sure it was. Yeah. Because, like, but I think you're right. Well, there that was, was the Ben Scrivens years, wasn't it? There was those big momenta. Or, yeah, that Scrivens, like, that Scrivens 59 40, save yeah, shout whatever out or whatever against the Sharks. Like, unreal. But that's also the year that people were throwing jerseys on the ice. <laughs> but, like, or at glass backpacks at glass signs. Yeah. On <laughs> Jasper Adler, Or peeing on Oilers locos also along. There's a. There's, yeah, somebody was, there's, like, an Oilers sign, like, a Molson Oilers sign that someone was, like, peeing on. I've seen the video of that. Yeah. But, like, 
Um, yeah, it's bad. I feel bad for Bag Milk over at Others Nation because he committed to eating beets every hey, time. Hey, Bag Milk, what if it's you? I'm just putting this out there. <laughs> what if it's the beets? But he committed to eating, if you don't know, he committed to eating beets every loss until mm-hmm. the Oilers get back to 500. And they're right now five games below 500. But I'm saying, what if it's the beats? I hope he doesn't get gout. What if it's the non-wearing shorts? Like, I think yeah. everybody right now, change if it up. you're superstitious, you need to change it up. Here's what I do with the Green Bay Packers. I have a shirt that I wear, like, every season, and sometimes it's the same one from the last season. But I bought a new hoodie this year when I was in Green Bay. And on the two days before game day, mm-hmm. and then on game day... I wear it. It's insane. It's absolutely crazy. Um, if they win, I don't wash it. Mm. But if they lose, I wash it because it gets rid of all the bad stuff and it's the gone. The juju's gone. Right? Right, right. I feel like maybe, you know, it's still the same shirt, but it's clean and it's like a fresh start after every time they lose. And last week they lost real big 23 to nothing against Baltimore Ravens and I washed it twice. Um, yeah. Does, do I believe that I have anything to do with the team? No. But the last the when I the season I started doing this they won the Super Bowl so I feel like might as well just keep trying right but I am also fully aware that like it doesn't help mm-hmm. it's just a thing I have to do well you're really contradicting my point here <laughs> <laughs> but like but at the very least I, I look at it and I'm like okay they lost I need yeah. to wash this because you know that energy needs to be, to be gone it needs to be mm-hmm. fresh for the next game so yeah maybe maybe change it up maybe pick another vegetable you don't like instead of beets right so maybe what i should do is kiss my dealer taylor hall doll twice instead of just once <laughs> <laughs> i just pray to mine <laughs> um speaking of taylor hall um he's got 1.13 points per game I don't know. You're the math whiz. I know. Versus um, somebody on the Oilers who are remain nameless <laughs> who has 0.61. And, um, oh, that was the other media thing I wanted to talk oh, about. The I other insane thing so that I wanted much. to talk about. <laughs> I hate this so much. Okay, so here's the thing. Anything with numbers, I hate it. Okay, but, like, legitimate numbers are fine. Like, points per game, that makes sense. Or, like, goals per game. I all of, like And all the weird fancy yes. stuff that people do, those make sense because they're, like, measurable and they matter. Um, but somebody, Dustin Nielsen, on team, I will name you Dustin Nielsen, um, who at one point in time said that he didn't have to think critically to form an opinion, which like tells you how legitimate his opinions are, um, was tweeting out numbers the other day, and it was essentially how much each guy's getting paid per point. So, so here's, here's what I've learned. Um, I've learned that Milan Lucic so far this mm-hmm. season has is being paid $571,428 per point because he makes $8 million this year yeah. and then go by cap hit. Taylor Hall on the other hand with his 26 points I think is down to like 213000 per point. So but by my is, math This is so flawed. Of course All it's flawed. of this is flawed. But by my math Taylor Hall is like three times as good as Milan Lucic for less money. Just saying. But we already knew that. Well, of course, but I'm just, if you want to use the metric, it goes both ways, fucker. But the metric makes no sense. No, it really doesn't. Because the salary shouldn't, it it doesn't. Because then what about Carey Price, who doesn't score points? And not every player's job is to score points. No. Like, it would be nice if everyone did. <laughs> Ask the others how they feel about not everybody scoring points. But yeah. yes. But, but it was that's just, not how it works. It was just really funny. 
But even so, you could pay someone the max, Mm -hmm. Connor, the max, Mm -hmm. and if he's scoring more goals, that means he costs less per point. Mm -hmm. Like, none of it makes sense. No, it makes absolute, it's it's (laughs) asinine, it's insane, and I love it. And that's, but I think what I think it speaks to is, like, that's a rat. That's what we've, that is what we, it is Grey Cup Sunday, it is November the 26th, and we're already, you know, making up, making up facts, Mm -hmm. but, you know, dollars per point. And people and was, are looking into draft prospects for the first time in a couple of years now. Yeah, that's fine, though. No, but, like, legitimately, because yeah. it's November. Well, it's going to be eight Cadens, and we'll just have to choose the one with the best hair, Megan. This is how we process. Is it going to be spelled K-A-E-D-Y-N? Of course it there is. There needs to be some Vegas odds on this one. It'll be funny. Of course it is. Okay. Um, it was really funny, that tweet from Dustin Nielsen because it was just kind of like a shrug at the end <laughs> yeah like it was just like oh I'm just thinking about these numbers and yeah. then it was nothing yeah as if what's the point that you're trying to make with those numbers like, like what's your narrative what's your argument well I went and got coffee for us today or like you know went to Starbucks and you don't drink coffee but like I paid whatever I paid for this mm-hmm. fancy coffee drink mm-hmm. and it's probably no better than like a latte from somewhere else that probably costs less mm-hmm. but I can't get the cool lime refresher that you wanted <laughs> At McDonald's, right? So I couldn't go, you know what I mean? I couldn't, yeah. or Tim Hortons. I couldn't go get a Tim Hortons latte because I can't get the thing that you wanted there. So, yeah. like, the dollar per milliliter of coffee beverage is probably higher yeah. um, at the Starbucks. But in the grand scheme of things, the value is better because I also got to get you what you wanted and I didn't have to go to two different places. There you go. Right? So, like, Nelson, what are you doing? I just don't. Clearly not thinking critically because he doesn't have to. No, but. I know. You, know, you are doing a great Dave Lozo impression today. I'm so angry. <laughs> I'm so angry. It's you want to so talk about things that we love? Stupid. Please. Um, do you know what I love? One more hockey thing that I really love. What? The New Jersey Devils. Me too. Are 14, 5, and 4. Yes. And by my count, that gives them 32 points in 23 games. Mm-hmm. They're doing real well. They are. And you know what? Are they playing percentages higher than they probably should be? Absolutely. Does it matter? Nope. No, they've been going to OT a few more times than I would like. Yeah. Because we got some goaltending and defense issues. Yeah. But even Kincaid last night able to pull through. Yeah, and like to John, you know, the John Gibbons, who Gibbons, who <laughs> fell and then got a pass back and somehow. stole the puck and, and scored. And yeah. Scored, scored the goal. Yeah. Yeah. And Brian Boyle last two games, two goals, oh. been so good. God, like. Balled my eyes out on Friday when he scored. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. It was amazing. It was great. This is why I feel like sometimes there's just teams that have like this beautiful narrative. Mm-hmm. Like circumstances just come together, and it's like it's just. Sometimes it's just the narrative. Sometimes it's just the energy. Sometimes it's just the feeling. Yeah. That pushes everybody be, to be better, and right now they're all working for Brian. And you know what's really fun about the Devils too. Um, is they're fast, they can skate. Mm-hmm. They got some decent goaltending. Mm-hmm. Their defense is suspect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, but but this is and this is the difference between the Oilers this year and the Devils this year. Mm-hmm. Is last year the Devils didn't have the goaltending to back up what they were doing up front, yeah. and so they kept getting burned. But this year they've got the goaltending to to cover up for some of their mistakes. But they've got enough offense that it doesn't matter so much. Yeah, and really like very interesting pieces coming together like Jesper Bratt okay Ooh. Bill Butcher 
okay. <laughs> Drew Stafford, okay. Yeah. Like, no one knows who these people no, are. No, Nico's been good. He's the only one who's played, the only person taken in the draft who's played all the games yeah. with the team. Well, and Dan Rice the other day said that he's, like, and he said it in the summer, and I remember that, is that the Devils won the draft twice by mm-hmm. being able to sign Butcher as well. That's been... He's been real good. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, they're fun to watch. Mm-hmm. And the Flames are kind of fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Um... The Oilers are just not fun. and They're not fun to watch. No. Because it looks like they're just working so hard. Mm-hmm. And, it and it's, uh, and and it's, it's not, not having any effect. No, yeah. It sucks. It super sucks. But yeah. We can talk about Taylor Hall forever. Mm-hmm. But my computer says we have 117 hours and uh, 39 minutes of recording space. Uh, I just don't know what can be said that hasn't been said yet. Of all the hyperbolic things that we've said, I feel like I'm almost at my limit. Really? I think so. Wow. Interesting. Is there going to be an all-star game this year? You betcha. Okay, can't wait for that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he'll be a three-time all-star. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Me too. Maybe they'll send somebody else. It's possible. It's possible. You never know. Well, don't they usually do, like, the rookie? Maybe. No, that was a few years ago. I don't know if they do that anymore. Because they'd for sure send Nico. Yeah. But how could you not send Taylor? Well, I know. He's been, from that team. He's been playing, like, at an MVP pace, right? Yeah. This season. It's ridiculous. It's like he was never bad when he played in Edmonton. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I wish I could take a picture of that face and, like, somehow translate it into sound waves to, like, so people would really know what that looked like. That was good. Um, anyway, let's talk about things we love. Mm-hmm. Outlander? Yeah, let's do it. It was real good last week. <laughs> so good. I'm still happy with how fast they're moving. We need Outlander singer music, too. Yes. We super do. Yeah. So people can clue in. They can skip the Euler shit. Yeah. Um, I was super happy last week with how fast they're moving through the boat stuff. Yeah. Because like I said last time, I didn't want it to be four episodes on a boat because that was boring. It is boring to mm-hmm. do that. No, it's been really, really good. Um, and it's funny, too. Like, you forget sometimes. Well, maybe you don't, but I forget sometimes that, like... At their core, there's still love stories in books and the story, like the, but the, there's so much other stuff going on that Claire is just this this character with like, so much agency herself, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, which you kind of forget about sometimes. I know. I totally forgot last week that we're like, oh right, we're trying to find Young Ian. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> now Jamie and Claire are separated, and that has become the prime conflict to do something about. Yeah. And now Claire's trying to save a whole boatload of people from dying. Okay, that's, like, priority number one, too, for her. And, like, what's his face? The, I know. the little boy who died? He, he was, like, 14. He wasn't a little boy. But it was just, it made me so sad. I know. And really powerful for Claire to have, like, a maternal connection to someone. Yes. Because she's grieving over the loss of Bree so hard. Yeah. And then for her to have this little mentor who yeah. respected her. And and also was like was defending her too. Yes. So when, when guys on the ship were wouldn't want to do what, what she asked, um, he'd be like, No, you have to. Mm-hmm. Captain said. Mm-hmm. And he's fourteen. And to have someone who has her <coughs> back, yeah. yeah. And then just when they're in the clear of the disease, he's one of the last victims. He gets in. It's so sad. And there's this tradition oh. on the ship where when you when you dispose of the bodies, you have to you have to sew up, you have to sew up the canvas and put the last stitch through their nose to make sure that they're dead. I hated and that. And I suppose it's like if they're not dead, they'll wake up when you when you poke them in the nose. Like I'm not sure what the like. What does that say about sailors that they don't know when someone's dead? It's because they're drunk all the time. 
That's what I think. Well, it's so funny, too, like... Um, Is that why shipwrecks happen so often? <laughs> Probably. That's what, happened. That's what happened on the Titanic, I'm sure. Um, but, like... The I'm, iceberg was drunk, too. <laughs> I thought you said left. I went left. I don't know what port or starport is. Port is left. Because okay. do you know how I remember that? No. It's got four letters, just like left does. It's literally <laughs> how I remember it. Oh, okay. Good to know. Good to know. Um, but, no, I, what I was thinking, what I think is interesting um, about sort of all of that, yeah, like that, that weird, like, sailor folklore and stuff, mm-hmm. is that having a woman on a ship is bad luck. And that's sort of always been a... Unless she's there for, like, the pleasure of the men. Mm-hmm. But Claire's in this weird, untenable position because she knows, like, she can't get the typhoid fever. Yeah. Right? She can't explain to anybody why she can't get it. So she's just being, like... So she's just very diligent in washing her hands and doing all the things she's telling everyone else to do and is essentially hoping that no one's going to question her. Because yeah. she can't explain it. Jamie understands because she's told him, but, like, she can't tell anybody. And she's only told Jamie... In enough details that he could potentially understand it. Yes. But he doesn't get everything. No. You know. And so so she's here on the ship full of all of these super sick men. And she's at no risk of catching this disease. Mm-hmm. But she can't tell them that. And she can't explain it. And so when she tells them that they have to take all the men out of the sick bay and put them out on deck to get them some sunshine and fresh air, they're like, what? Yeah. And she's like, no, trust me. Mm-hmm. Just do what I say. But because she's, you know, her, her talents as a surgeon or whatever have been already sort of established, the captain's like, no, do what she says. And so mm-hmm. they do it and, and, you know, some people end up getting better or whatever. But she's, she's just in this weird position because she can't, she can't express the things she wants to express. Mm-hmm. And I think that must be very frustrating. So oh, then, absolutely. So then last week when she turned around and took it out on What's-His-Face, who had, like, been in, caused the fire in the print shop mm-hmm. and almost killed him. I would, that's her way of, like, expressing yeah. all of those things she can't express. It was so good. I hate that guy so much. I do, too. They've done a great job with his makeup. and Oh, he's nasty. He looks like he walked off the set of The Walking Dead and into um, Outlander. I'm not even kidding. He's in stage one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, it's it's good. And, yeah, the credits are... Oh, fuck, it's so good. And the colors are different. I know. And I, and even just, like, in the show, like, there's these bright blue skies and this bright sunshine, and it's just a very different look. Yeah. Um, and, like, what she's wearing, the colors are, are a little bit different in the ship. Like, everything just feels a little bit brighter and a little bit more... But I love the authority of that hat that she got to wear. Yes. That was very powerful for me. It was good. It's just a very cool... And we finally saw Goat Woman. Oh, so I was great. super psyched for Goat Woman. And I loved how Claire was so confused about what she was trying to tell her. She's like, my goats need to eat. <laughs> like, yeah. And Claire's like, what the... Oh, yeah, of course they do. Jesus Christ. Like, she can be so obtuse sometimes. She really can. Because I, I think part of it, she's very singularly thinking about what she needs to do, and she's not really... Mm-hmm. I think in her head, she's probably like, so go feed your fucking goats. Like, <laughs> what do I have to do with it? <laughs> if they're not sick, don't care. <laughs> yeah. Which is fair, right? Because yeah. she's got all these other things on her mind. So then she tries to escape. Yeah. She can't. No. She gets caught. But I was just like, this is a dumb plan. Everyone, you're on the beach. Everyone can see you walking away. Yeah. Like, it was just straight up a dumb plan. It really was pretty stupid. But she did get away. She did, finally. With help from the goat lady. She jumped. Goat lady, real MVP, though. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Think she's going to be punished for it? Think they're going to find out? Probably not. We never know, because 
once Claire's off the ship, we never hear about the ship ever again, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, once Claire's gone, none of the details matter. No, it's true. <laughs> they drop off the world in terms of existence. Yeah, because the world's flat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they hit the ice. They hit the ice on the rim of the flat world. <laughs> Maybe that's where the Titanic was. Oh, <gasps> it's a conspiracy. They were trying to expose the flat Earth is flat Earth, and Maybe. big government didn't want them to, so they sunk the Titanic. In 1912? Yeah. That's how deep it goes. <laughs> it's like the plot of Transformers 17. <laughs> <laughs> if the Titanic is Optimus Prime Jr. or something like that? No, it would definitely be a Decepticon. Oh, yeah. I think. Mm. Maybe the boat steered itself into the iceberg. Decepticon. A sentient boat? Well, yeah, Decepticon. Right. To what end? I don't know. To drain the oceans? Sure. (laughs) What do they think happened? We're going on a real tangent here. (laughs) What do flat earthers think happened to the, like, water? What do you mean? If the ice rim (laughs) around the flat earth is broken, it's just going to, like, float down to space? I guess so. I think that flat earthers think that, um... The flat Earth is like Asgard, as depicted in the Marvel movies. Mm, yeah. Okay. Does gotcha. that make sense? Yeah. 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 Gotcha. Gotcha. But there's water on Asgard because there's there's a structure, right? And then there's water on Asgard because there's like the Rainbow Bridge or whatever yeah, out yeah. to uh, out to the Bifrost. Um, and at the spoilers, it's also magic. <laughs> I know. Spoilers. End of Thor. When the thing with the whatever that the m- devil thing. Yeah, yeah. That like brought Ragnarok. Yeah. Which is great, by the way. Um, comes up bursting up out of the water. It was amazing. Like, that whole... It was very visually stunning. But, like... And then Korg was just... He's like, it's okay. Just gotta do some rebuilding. And then Ragnarok... Or Asgard just like... Yeah. Foundation's crumbles. not so good. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. But, like, I feel like that's what Flat Earthers think the Flat Earth is. Is it's just this thing. It's not like... It's not It's not a table. Right? It's, it's not... that. It's not flat, flat. It's just not a sphere. So that there's... Like there is depth because there, ha- yeah, there has it. to be because there's water and like where does water come from and all that kind of stuff, right? Like it's not it's not just that land is on top of this flat disc thing because mm-hmm. there it can't be because we know that there's water, right? But like, what the fuck do they think happens when ships like come up off the horizon? Like, are they being lifted up by a crane? Did you hear about the guy who's building the rocket? <laughs> yes. And I don't expect what he expects his dinky ass rocket to see. Yeah, I don't know either. Like because you, you don't see the roundness of the Earth until you're very, very, you very, very high. You don't even really see the roundness of the Earth from an airplane. No, like you can not kind really. of see it barely. If yeah, if you're flying, if you're flying somewhere where it's like land and then ocean, yeah. you can kind of see it. Yeah, because the ocean, you can see, see it kind of drop away a bit. But if you're somewhere where there's land, it's tough to tell if it's the the outline of the sphere or if it's like. Just yeah. a change in elevation. Like, it's really tough to tell. Like, he did... <sighs> I just... What, I think my I don't f- expect what he... I don't know what he expects to find. My favorite thing about it, though, is that he's using science to disprove science. Like, that's my favorite part. He's just... He's a special creature. Yeah. All of God's creatures are special, Megan. And he made us all 4,000 years ago. <laughs> I thought it was 6,000. Oh, well, they can't get their math straight. Neither can Nielsen, though, so... <laughs> <laughs> math is hard. Um, <laughs> hashtag math is hard. 
Uh. <laughs> it's so funny how from that election, so many of those phrases are coming back. Like, look, everyone needs to look at themselves in a mirror. And hashtag meth is hard. Like, yeah. they're really stuck in Albertan's psyche. It really did. Math is hard, though. Yeah. I was talking yesterday. We had a fundraiser for our swim team yesterday. So I had to do work on Saturday. Like, actually to do work on Saturday and be somewhere. Yeah. Not happy. Um, and my kids swam. They had to swim for 45 minutes. And they had to raise money. Because what they wanted to buy was... Um, hoodies and sweats for themselves or like jackets yeah Yeah, and and like we don't have the funding and we don't have a parents association that can help with that kind of stuff yeah it's a very different demographic than where you're at um and so our kids were we're doing this the swimathon and one of our kids he's in 45 minutes he swam 3100 meters which is pretty good Wow. Yeah. We have another girl who has um, sickle cell anemia Uh on our team and in the 45 minutes she swam 600 which is awesome (gasps) And just like last week, not this past week, but the week before, or our last meet, whenever that was, she swam her very first fifty in competition without having to stop. <gasps> so yeah, it's been, it's been that was a big week for her. But it was funny because I was talking to one of the other coaches, and he teaches a little bit of math and some computer science and design stuff and whatever. And I was like, man, I could never teach like math thirty. He's like, sure you could. He said it would be a lot of work, but you could do it. I was like, well, I guess I could. I mean. I wouldn't love it. Mm-hmm. And that would be way more work for me than teaching anything that I teach right now. Because mm-hmm. I'd have to learn it all. Again. Again. Yeah. In, in order to teach it, not just learn it to be able to do it. Mm-hmm. So math is hard. It really is hard. In certain respects. And I do not have But I'm really easily able to calculate the number of points and the number of games played and divide those two numbers and come up with a decimal. I'm really good at that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know which way the greater than and less than signs are. There you go. I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm winning at life. I feel like I fail at that because at an important point in my education, I switched provinces for math education. Oh, okay. I just I remember that was there was a gap. Yeah, that was real hard. Yeah, that was real hard, and I just never recovered from that. Yeah, I've never liked the math. I like I like I like the words better. Mm -hmm. The words and the ideas. Yeah. Even when they're not great ideas, I still like the words. I like being able to justify my idea and knowing that there's not one singular correct answer. Yeah, that's kind of nice, too. I could find my own steps to prove that idea. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like we're talking about the same thing here (laughs) that we talked about at the beginning. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I I was watching this morning, one of the other reasons that I was late getting here today is because I was watching Where the Wild Things Are, Uh which, have you seen it? Mm Mm-hmm. I think it might be the best adaptation of a kid's book or, like, young adult book in the last 15 years. It's very dark. It's very dark. I don't think the book is all that light, though. That's the thing. I think lots of people think, oh, it's a kid's book. It's happy. Mm, It's not. Yeah. But it's so good. Yeah. It's so, 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 so good. That movie is just... Spike Jones is really interesting stuff. Yeah. But, like, just visually. Yeah. It's stunning. Mm-hmm. And the music is so good. And, like, I watch it and I cry at the end. Like, when Max goes back home. Mm-hmm. You know, when he gets on the boat and Carol's just standing there watching him go. Yeah. And it's so sad. And just before he gets on the boat, KW says, you know, I'll eat you up. I love you so. And I'm just like, oh. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so, so, so good. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those that I will watch. Like, yes, I'm well aware it's a kid's movie. and I, Or based on a kid's I book. I don't think it's a kid's movie. Oh, you know, I was reading about it today, and they didn't market it as one. They marketed it very broadly. Yeah. Um, because they kind of understood that it wasn't really a kid's movie. Yeah. It's based on a kid's book. 
And I, but oh, it's just beautiful. Well, it's I know. So good. I know too that sometimes things can be marketed for kids, and that's like a failure of the marketing department because kids like do not like it, or yeah. it's like super not appropriate for them. Like mm-hmm. my niece is three, and I was babysitting her once, and we were like playing around, and she wanted a movie on in the background. And we were just, like, scrolling through the Netflix. And she liked the cover of Happy Feet. Okay. So I was like, oh, let's try. As soon as any of the penguins started making noise, she's like, I fucking hate this. <laughs> Turn it off. I don't like it. Really? <laughs> yeah, she hated it. I don't know if she's given it a second chance with my sister yet. But That's it was just funny. like, yeah. It did not work for her. As I'm, soon as they started talking and moving, she was like, no. Do you know what your, what your niece does like, though? Hockey. She super does like hockey. And pizza, apparently. And I saw Britt's, um... Yeah. Her Insta story the other day, and I was just like, that is adorable. Yeah, she's so cute. Yeah. She's so cute. You want to talk about your thing? My thing? What's our time at? Uh, 52. I feel like we should go on to questions, because I think it's going to take a long time. Really? Really. Okay. We have a lot. Okay, we can do that. That's fine. Mm-hmm. It's about Riverdale, and apparently there's a lot of things. It got very good last week. Okay, we'll do it next weekend. But, yeah, I think we have, like, an overload of questions. Okay. So, I'm going to do this thing first that I found, because I think it's funny. Um, I took a quiz on BuzzFeed, just for fun. I was looking at something else. I, like, typed something into, the, to like, Chrome on my phone, and it linked me to this, like, 27 gifts that book lovers would love, and then I looked through all of them, and I was like, I love books, and I would like approximately two of those things. <laughs> but anyway. Approximately two. That's a very precise number for approximately. <laughs> Maybe three. Depending on, because one of them is like a t-shirt with like, um, the text of your favorite novel. Like, oh. so it depends on the book. Right. Right. Um, if it was like one, one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish, it'd be all over it. That'd be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this literary work. Anyway. So, um, so, it, and I think it's funny then because then I took this, I took this BuzzFeed quiz. Yeah. That was linked to it because I only liked approximately two of these things that book lovers would apparently love. Um, Quiz is, have you ever wondered if you're an asshole? Take this test and find out. Spoiler alert, I'm an asshole. <laughs> Who would have thought? I'm not, I took it four different times with like different combinations <laughs> of answers. Asshole every time. <laughs> so, and then I was wondering if that was just, it was you were always going to be an asshole. So I sent it to a couple of friends and Riva took it and it said she's not an asshole, but she's, her social skills are weak. Okay. So, Kelsey's going to do this quiz. She doesn't mm-hmm. know what the questions are. They're not bad though. But I should point out that the cover picture on this um, on this <laughs> on this test is Ross from oh, Friends. Oh no, that's so, good. <laughs> so there you go. Um, okay, question. That's a dangerous precedent. And they're all multiple choice. Question number one: At work, a coworker says something passive aggressive to you. What do you do? Nothing. You pull them aside in private and ask if there's a problem. You call them out right then and there. You say something passive aggressive back. Nothing. You're casually walking down the street and someone purposely bumps into you. What do you do? Say, I'm sorry, excuse me. Throw a punch, ask why they bumped into you, or ignore them. I'm sorry, excuse me. It's because you're Canadian. Um, although I've done that too. Also, I'm tiny. Yeah, but someone bumps into you on purpose? Yeah, I gotta be worried about my safety, yeah, Megan. I suppose. <laughs> I'd be like, dude, what the fuck? Um, a fight breaks out. Two people are really, really hitting each other with some vicious blows. What do you do? Try and stop it. Hold everyone back and wait till there's a definitive winner. Let the fight carry on for at least 30 more seconds before stepping in or call a cop. Wait, can you re-tell me the question again? A fight breaks out and two people are really hitting each other with some vicious blows. What do you do? 
Uh-huh. I was thinking about it in terms of school and in terms of out in public, and my responses are two very different things. Yeah. Because at school, you have to be like, oh, God. Yeah, you gotta jump in there. Okay, so what are the four options? Try and stop it. Hold everyone back and wait till there's a definitive winner. Uh, let the fight carry on for at least 30 more seconds before slipping in or call a cop. God, there's so many gray areas to this one, though. Just pick one. Uh, I think I'm calling a cop. You gonna call a cop? Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, you feel like staying home alone, but a good friend texts you, Hey, what are you doing tonight? What do you do? You ignore the text. <laughs> say, not much, what's up? Say, I got shit to do, man. Or say, I can't do anything tonight, but maybe next week. Not much, what's up? Um... Can you guess what my answer would be? There's only two choices that ignore. I would either ignore or be like, I'm busy. <laughs> Even if I'm not. Yeah. Busy might be staying home watching Blue Bloods. I don't know. That's still a form of busy. Um, you went on a date with someone you met online. They're interested in you, but you're not interested in them. What do you do? This is great. Feign interest, but never contact them again. Say you found someone else who's more interesting. Straight up, never talk to them again. No text, no calls, nothing. Or go on a second date with them that's a little half-assed. None of these are the correct answer, though, which is you tell them. Of course. That's what I would would do. But of those four, which would you pick? Oh, this is awful because I've been on a dating game for 12 and a half years, and high school is not a dating game. No. Ooh, this is real bad, but I'd straight up ghost. <laughs> <laughs> um... Kelsey's answer, no, you're not an asshole. Yes. Big surprise. <laughs> so that's right. Some people might think you're a dick, but the reality is that you're a good-hearted person on the inside. You care about people. You care about everything and everyone around you. You might not have the best social skills, but that doesn't make you an asshole keeping you. So that must be the one oh, that we've got. Um, yeah. I, on the other hand, straight up asshole. <laughs> I mean, I'm not surprised um, in the slightest. When I was taking this quiz yesterday, okay, I want to go back to the first question about being passive-aggressive. Yeah. Okay. So if you're going to turn that into an adjective, right, or to, like, the behavior... Right. Are you doing something passive-aggressively, or is it passively-aggressive? No, it's passively-aggressive. Is it? I think it is. Or is it passive-aggressively? I was thinking about it. No, I because spent I think a lot the action. Thinking about it, I was like, I don't know. She says that she likes words, apparently, but I was just like, I can't. I don't. God, that's a good question. It's like one of my kids asked me how to pluralize the word evidence because we're studying twelve angry men, mm-hmm. and she was like, "What if there's like more than one evidence?" And I said. You know what? That's a really good question. This is my 10-2. This is a really good question. I said, but evidence is always singular. Mm -hmm. I said, so we say piece of evidence or pieces of evidence. Mm -hmm. I'll find out why for you, which I still haven't because I kind of forgot, um, but I will. But I said, but evidence is always singular. Mm -hmm. She was like, oh, okay. I was like, hey, what a good question. Because she was trying to write a response. And trying to frame it in a a way that made that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm stumped there. I'm just retaking um, the quiz to get yeah. your. Do I just want to read the description? Um, At the bottom, can it say like "see all results" or whatever? Uh, no. Oh. No. Uh, so for the yes, you're an asshole. That's right, you're an asshole, straight up. But here's here's the thing: <laughs> you got to be an asshole to succeed in this world. That's not true. 
Nice no, guys do finish last. Magic. No, they don't. No one is going to step up to the plate for you, so might as well be your own advocate. You're not someone who says please and I'm sorry all the time. You're someone who takes life by the throat and takes what they want, and that's not quite true. So go out there, be all the asshole you can be. Because let's be real, all successful people are assholes. The great Ooh. ones are just good at hiding it. Oh, well, that's true. <laughs> um, I will agree with the first part that I'm an asshole, and that super successful people who don't come across as assholes are probably assholes anyway. But other than that, I don't agree with pretty much anything else. No. Either. But I'm not surprised that that's the answer that I got, because I'm kind of a dick. All right, let's do these questions. Do you want to start? I got, like, a bank of them um, from texting and notes, or do you want to go straight to the tweets? Let's go to the tweets and then we'll... Okay, we'll do the tweets first. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. You got them? Yeah, probably. Oh. What? Oh, we... no, I already saw that. Never mind. Oh, <laughs> didn't... Oh, I saw that on Deadspin? Yeah. yeah. They didn't write anything about it. They just said he's a dipshit, and I was like, well... Okay, well, we got a, Thanks for that analysis. We got a question from Mike, which was, what's your go-to karaoke song? And my answer is I don't have one because I don't like what my voice sounds like in a microphone, so I don't do karaoke. I would never, ever, ever do karaoke, ever. Do you want to know my husband's, though? I would love to know. It's Hero by Enrique Iglesias. Oh my goodness, next time that happens, I would love to see video of that. Like, he does it every time he's on this national director's board, yada, yada, yada. He's in Toronto right now. And they go out for karaoke as, like, their, like, social thing every yeah. time. And I swear to God, he probably does it every single time. Same that's song. Funny. That's good. Yeah. I would probably just sing Christmas carols because that's my favorite things to sing. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly, somehow. Way better than everything They're else. very fun and jaunty. Uh, no, they're, that's, no, it's interesting you say that because they're not. The songs are, but the words aren't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but even still, they're not all that jaunty. Because someone on Twitter yesterday was asking about, like, Christmas songs that are, like, calming and, you know, that aren't, like, that upbeat, whatever. And I was running through, like, Christmas songs that aren't carols, and then I was looking at also, like, Christmas carols. And a lot of really good Christmas carols are all written in minor keys. Mm. Which is really interesting. Um, And the best one is Oh Holy Night, and there's no brokering on that. It just is. It's It's a beautiful song. But it's definitely minor. Mm-hmm. And Silent Night, and all of these awesome that I was listening to, and I was like, "Huh, that's really interesting." Somehow, I don't know why. Like Joy to the World is not. It's very Hark the Herald Angels Sing is not. Yeah. But a lot of the rest of them, and if they're not written in minor keys, there's lots of minor intervals in them. It's interesting stuff. I bet you there's someone out there who's done the scholarly work on it, but I'm not. Yeah, I wonder why. Not learned enough. Is it to, to make them way. because so many started, so many of them started, um, in. I imagine on grand, you know, organs. Yeah, maybe. Pipe organs. Is there something about perhaps trying to differentiate them from like normal, like religious songs? Possibly. That's a good point. Christmas songs? To make them sound different? Because, especially because people, maybe when they first started out, a lot of the people couldn't read. So they'd have to hear Mm -hmm. the song. To know which one they're changing to. Maybe. That's actually a really good point. That's possible. That's very possible. I don't know. But yeah, it was just interesting because I I sent her a list of of traditional carols that don't have that, like, upbeat, you know, triumphant sort of feeling to them. And there's lots of them that don't. Right. They're in that, in that minor, in those minor keys. Um, Mike's other questions are, what's the best place for curry in town? Actually, I don't know. I'm a big fan of Punjab sweets on the south side of 34th Ave in the old Arby's. Mm-hmm. Like a world big fan. No, it wasn't a Dairy Queen. It was an Arby's. Don't argue with me. Um, 
They have a buffet. I can't remember how much their buffet costs when you're in. And you can also take out. And their butter chicken is delicious also. But I'm a big fan mm. of that down there. I went to... There used to be a place called Mr. Samosa Hut by my parents' house, but it doesn't exist anymore. There's this really good Indian restaurant in St. Albert. I forget what it's called. It's on St. Albert Trail. It's past the mall. It's like a buffet situation. I forget what it's called, but it was good. Um, Mike has two more questions. Do you think our sports media will ever not be a bunch of water carriers? What would need to happen to change things? Um... <clears throat> I think to change things, I think one of them is going to have to ask the question that gets their access revoked. Well, they have to try. Like, like I'm not advocating that someone loses their job or whatever, but I feel like if somebody asks a question that gets their access revoked, then the rest of the guys in that media have to, they have one or two things that they can do. They can either be like, hey, wait a second. That's a good question. We want an answer to that question. Yeah. Or they can stand pat. And if they stand pat, they will lose all legitimacy. Yeah. So. Well, that's why I say they have to try. Like, they have to try to make themselves relevant in comparison to really blogger stuff, which okay. I imagine a lot of people now, because all of the shit that Spectre's saying that's just untrue, they're going to be showing them the door. They're not mm-hmm. going to be supporting their stuff. They're not going to be mm-hmm. clicking on it. They're not going to be reading it, right? Because yeah. you've shown your... Yeah. Or you're going to have the one guy who's going to make the screen caps of the, of the stuff and people are going to read that article rather than... So they're going to gonna, they're gonna read the yeah. comment that you made or the idiot thing you said, but they're not going to actually read your piece because yeah. someone, or, pulled out, someone pulled out the most important parts and criticized it. Or a certain communications director is going to be replaced by a younger, prettier, nicer person, myself. Yeah. <laughs> when I become the GM of the others. Because right. that is a job I could definitely do. <laughs> Were we just talking earlier we about were. assuming we that were. we could do jobs better than other people? How weird. Um, weird. It's really funny that Mike asked these questions. Now that the Oilers are back in their rightful place as the laughing stock of the NHL. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> do you oh, also like. find yourself enjoying the complete lack of pressure since they're already in garbage time for the season? I will say this. Yes. But it's not, like... For me, this has been, like, an 18-month thing. Like, this is not just it's this not year. It's not sudden, yeah. Um, but last year when I changed my Twitter picture from the tire fire to something else, like to Andy Dufresne for a while, and then, and then I just, it was weird, like, seeing... It wasn't good. I did, it did, it just felt weird because I'd been so used to the tire fire, and now it's just there, and it just feels like it's normal. It's yeah. yeah. So, like, I'm enjoying it, but also, like we said, it's that kind of weird fucked up schadenfreude, because... Yeah. Well, and, especially for me, just because I'm so much more of a devil's fan now. It's just, it's like, really a true. total disconnection. Like, I have the game on, and for some reason, I have no idea. Like, they never did this last year, but the Oilers and the Devils have been playing at, like, the exact same time. They're on these, like, weird connected road trips. Yeah. So I'm watching them at the same time, but my eyes are always on the Devils game. Um, yeah. I only look at the Oilers game if, like, a goal happens and yeah. the screen changes. Yeah. Like, no, I've kind of been doing the same. Because it's just like, why? Why but, watch them? Mike's last question which won't kill you because you answered it already. I know. Is what's Jamie Ben's go-to karaoke song? And your answer was? You have to say it. <laughs> you took away all of my thunder, so now you have to say it. It was, I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. I don't know if that's the title of the song. I think it's just, I would do anything for love, and then brackets. No, I think it's, I, I won't yeah. do that. I think, and then in brackets is the other stuff, but that's all part of the title. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. And I, I self-high-fived. I truly did. You really absolutely deserved it. I dunked on you, Mike. I good. dunked on you. Um, 
Did anybody send us any other questions when I asked for them yesterday? Oh, yeah, Madison does a yeah, bunch. Yeah, there's Holy a lot. Um, okay. Will you do a parody of Baby Got Back about hockey butts? The Generational answer is yes. butts. The I an- told you the rhyme yeah. works. The answer is yes, we will eventually. Yeah. Um, except we'll get Kelsey to do it instead. Um, is Megan ever going to get Dear Taylor Hall the single on my phone? Yeah, probably. I'll do that later when we're done this. Um, how great are the devils doing? It's so nice because everyone is so nice. <laughs> They are nice hockey boys. Nice Good hockey, hockey boys. boys. They yeah. are. <laughs> um, they're, they're great. They're first in their division. It's fun to watch. That's the thing. Like, because sometimes they play so shitty, but it's always fun to watch. And, like, yeah. And their coverage is good. Yeah. And that's the other thing, too, and having, and from last well, year. Part of their coverage is good. Yeah. But, but what? Nico is. But watch it, but but just like the whole broadcast and the way that it's done is so different from what we're used to. And part of it is because they're trying to still build more of a fan base. Whereas I think here there's just that presumption that people will watch anyway. Um, But like, and just watching other teams. And sometimes when I'm watching the Oilers, sometimes I'll watch. um, Sometimes I'll watch like online the feed from like the opposition. Just to get a brief Just to get respite. Oh my god Like I wish I could have watched, I would have thought about it And watched the Blues feed last week Yeah Holy Cause that was just awful mm-hmm. You know So Yeah Yeah okay. I know So the, the Devils are fun to watch The Leafs are kind of fun to watch mm-hmm. The Flames are fun to watch mm-hmm. My dad texted me the other day When the Devils were playing the Canucks Because he's kind of a bit of a Canucks fan mm-hmm. If he had to pick a Western team Cause he's not an Oilers fan mm-hmm. um, And hasn't been really for a long time and, but he texted me to tell me that Taylor Hall got a goal. And I was like, aw, thanks, Dad. That was so <laughs> it sweet was great. of him. And he says, you can come and watch if you want. I said, no, I'm going to the Symphony, otherwise I would be there. Um, okay, Amanda has a whole bunch of other questions. Any good Black Friday scores? Did you buy anything? Nope. I went to the bookstore the other day, because mm-hmm. Chapters had a deal where all of their books, regular price books, were between 10 and 50% off. Oh, wow. So I bought some Christmas presents. Nice. Yeah. That was about it. Mm-hmm. Not really a big fan of things. <laughs> Buying things and statement? stuff. Not a big fan of things. <laughs> fan of stuff. Period. No, I'm just not a fan of like shopping and stuff, but the bookstore I don't mind because to me that doesn't feel like shopping at all. No. It's just the bookstore. Um, and like whatever the day is that they're open till 11 for the first time for the Christmas shopping season, I always go and stay late because I really enjoy the fact that I can. Yeah. But the bookstore is like a nice place to be. I agree. Unlike other places. Um, her FMK is kind of amazing. I don't remember it. Tell um, me. it's bad. I, well, she's been she's been trying to work up like some. Real yeah, bad this ones. is a bad one. She's got this bad. Edmonton sports media, <laughs> Oilers Twitter, or the Oilers front office. I'm gonna marry Oilers Twitter, obviously, for all of the reasons. And then I'm just gonna pull the patented Kelsey double murder on the rest of it because I don't know. I don't, like, neither of them have redeeming qualities whatsoever. And it's not even that situation where you could, you know, have a wild night with them, make them fall in love with you. Yeah, and it's not like they have... Abandon them and get some pleasure from them. It's just not going to happen. And it's not like they have... Because you know what? They would only be thinking about themselves. And it wouldn't even be an enjoyable Like, if it was, like, if it was, like, the Toronto Maple Leafs front office and that included, like, Brennan Shanahan, then yeah, fuck, yeah. (laughs) But, like... (laughs) Yeah. That's a real deep cut for anyone who's known me since high school. Um, but, like, yeah, no, I'm with you 100%. But I would marry Oilers Twitter. Some of you more than others, but, like, just in general, you can all come and live in my house. That's okay. 
Just clean up after yourself. Oh, God, I wouldn't go that far. <clears throat> Some of them can. We can all live in a separate wing of the same house. Of Daryl Cates' mansion. Yeah. Because clearly, we own the team. <laughs> in more one ways day. than one. One day. Um, and what else? Oh, what three initiatives... This is actually a very good question. Um, what initiatives or rule changes would you introduce to help grow the NHL in the U.S.? Yeah, that's a big one. I would um, stop using Patrick Kane to market the game. Yes. Um, Puck Soup did a really interesting thing this week, I think on their mailbag. I think it was in the mailbag. They talked about how someone... One of the, yeah, it was in the mailbag because it was a question from somebody. About how had the alligator Kane mm-hmm. had come out now... Well, how different it would be? Would they have treated that any nope. different? And that was the discussion that they had. They said that perhaps had it come out, like, had all of this other stuff been happening and that had come out perhaps in, during training camp, you know, this season rather than two seasons ago when they just fucked I the dog. I don't think it would. Um, but might they have, the, the discussion that they ended up having was, might they have had, felt some more pressure to, like, do something? Would they have actually suspended him while, while the, an investigation was taking place? Uh, it was just an interesting conversation mm-hmm. now that... And things I'm, have changed. Now that things have changed a little bit, and I thought that was interesting. But yeah, I would stop using Patrick Kane as the face of the league in the NHL. Um, I think your only option is Austin Matthews. Really mm-hmm. and truly. He hasn't done anything objectionable yet, except sometimes he wears like a jean jacket and jeans, and I'm like, dude, you can't. <laughs> That's You're not on Degrassi, so stop. Yeah. Um, and there's, there's only like so many American players that can be that impactful. Like, obviously, Phil Kessel is a star, and you need to treat him as such. Yes. Like, obviously. And, like, I'm sorry, but that fucking hot dog eating contest that they do, how is Phil Kessel not, like, I don't know. the spawn? Like, you know what I mean? Like, the, the how is he point. not part of that? Like, it's how funny point. would that be? Well, they hate funny. That's true. They hate funny. Um, um, I think what I would do, selfishly, is partner with the Women's Hockey League. Yeah. And make sure, like, the Devils are doing right. Almost have, like, a men and a women's... Team. But do you know what would be super cool? <clears throat> if they had tickets for, if you had a ticket for an NWHL game, mm-hmm. you could get a discount um, on your NHL ticket yeah, rather than the other way around. Mm-hmm. I really like that. I think that would make a lot of sense. I also think that media-wise they have to do have a better deal with NBCSN because this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like, I know the Oilers are dog shit this year, but nobody could have predicted that yeah. at the beginning of or the season. Or just have your a better own network. But, but like, they had their... When the Oilers played the Penguins, I think, earlier this year, yeah, the game of the week was the Wings and the Sabres. Whatever it was, yeah. Like, you, abso- you, like, you have a chance to show Sidney Crosby yeah. versus Connor McDavid. And yes, I'm aware that they're both Canadian stars. Mm-hmm. That doesn't matter. You have your, your chance to showcase two of the best players in your league, and you pick the Red Wings and mm-hmm. the Sabres mm-hmm. on the same night. So I think that, I think that their TV coverage has to be better. Mm-hmm. And I think the NHL needs to demand that NBCSN does better things. Because the the conversation that I hear a lot is that the NHL doesn't care about new fans. Or doesn't care about its its, its existing fans, but the things that they do shows they don't really care about new fans either. Because they do things like show the wings and, yeah. and sabers when they could show better games, or what should be better games. And I think that like... At some point, they have to recognize that what they're doing isn't working. Yeah. Well, and they they shoot themselves in the foot so much. Like, go to the Olympics. Oh, my God. Like, ah! Uh, 
I said yesterday, though, that the upside to the NHL not going to the Olympics is now I don't have to be mad when Taylor Hall doesn't make the team. <laughs> but this year he would have. Well, Craig Button had his, like, list or whatever yesterday, and guess who was not on it for the left wing? And I was like, Jesus, like, Craig Button, Who did he have instead? Jin Schwartz, who's good, but not as good. I know. I'm well aware. The look that you're giving me right now, I, I, I feel, feel like it. we just see the live Kelsey V of the official <laughs> expression. It would be like the, that prime time with Bob McCown when you wear yeah. sunglasses. And just, oh, my God. Um, but, no, uh, yeah, go to the Olympics would be a good thing, too. But And I think um, the outdoor games, and, again, I was listening to Puck Soup this week, and they talked a lot about the outdoor games, which I thought was really funny. Um, and Wish is so wrong. It is not about seeing a goddamn rink inside of a stadium. No. Like, that is not what matters. Nobody no. cares about well, that. Especially the people watching on TV. Because yeah. the point that they're ma- that, he, that that they're making is is correct, that the point that the, well, I think it was Lozo that was saying that is like that once the game's on, it's the same shitty camera angles that you get. They're a little bit further away because there's no seats. Yeah, to go on top yeah. of to see. It uh, doesn't matter where it is. No, it doesn't matter. And having a baseball game inside of a, or having a hockey game inside of a baseball stadium to me sounds like a fucking nightmare. Well, the way that they're shaped. I know, but it's dumb. It is dumb. It's so dumb. None of that is good for hockey. No. Watching or viewing or no. anything. No. It doesn't matter. So why, but, so like, the, yeah, so like if you're going to have an outdoor game, fine. Maybe don't have one every year. Mm-hmm. Or if you're going to have one every year, don't have the fucking Blackhawks every year. Yeah. Right? And like, feature, feature your game between the Penguins and the Oilers on New Year's Day. Mm-hmm. You know, a home game for Pittsburgh. There you go. There's your audience. Yeah, or get exactly. the Leafs in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. So you have Austin Matthews, the new American face of the game, against Sidney Crosby, still arguably the best player in yeah, the league. And you put sure. the two of them, showcase them against college football. Yeah. Or having, like, a competition where it's, like, the two, the best team in the East versus the best team in the West, and it's not decided until, like, December 20th. Or from, like, that the, pre- or the cool. previous season. Whoever, the previous season, yeah, yeah, whoever finished with the best record mm-hmm. in each conference plays each other. Plays each other in, in the Winter Classic. Yeah. That's a great idea. Regardless of if it's a Canadian team for the Heritage Classic or whatever the shit. Yeah. Like, why are you separating those out? Because. That's stupid. Because the Canadian team doesn't get them anywhere in the States. But it, that's dumb. But because, it should, because... Of course it should. You need to showcase the ca- all of your The stars. captain of the Canadians is an American. Yeah. Um, the best player in Toronto is an American. Mm-hmm. Um, Blake Wheeler in Winnipeg. American, yeah. Is American and, like, sort of semi-politically outspoken and intelligent, so that's kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to do those things. Yeah. Um, and, and, but, like, also make the game watchable again. Because mm-hmm. it's hard to watch. Super is. I really hate it when the reaction of and they do this on all the broadcasts. It's so dumb. After a goal, is to focus on the goalie going like scooping the puck out of the net, mm-hmm. and then go to the coach with its arm crossed, mm-hmm. and not focus on the players who scored the goal, who scored the goal, or the guy who set it up. Or... Yes, show me the players. Show mm-hmm. me the fans. Mm-hmm. Like show me the actual reaction. Mm-hmm. And if it's like if if it's the away team that scores the goal, find the the two fans in yes, the crowd who are in their losing. jerseys who are just like like the devil's guy who's doing that dance yeah. that one time. Yeah. That's what you need to do. Yeah. And make it more fan friendly somehow. Mm-hmm. Um yeah anyway, we talked a lot too much about that. Um, Amanda also wants to know these are great questions. Will the Edmonton media respond in a rational way to Jordan Everly's feelings? And then she says, she says, sorry, I couldn't actually say that with a straight face. The answer is no. 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 And they're obviously, like we said before, they're not culpable at all, so. Like, they take no, no self-reflection on that whatsoever. It's awful. 
It's awful. Like, I wonder how Drew Raimondo would feel if someone started commenting on his habits mm-hmm. while he's in the booth. Yeah. That'd be great. Um, and her other question is, will Euler's Twitter just implode on itself and turn into a black hole where all the negativity goes to die? Um, I'd like to clarify your question, Amanda. It is a black hole, and it's been one since Euler's Twitter was a thing in, like, 2009. So, it's never gonna change. Yeah. Well, the only thing that would change it is if Twitter didn't exist. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, I think that might be it for questions. This is way. that the end of yours? Yeah, I'll keep looking, but you can ask. You've got lots, don't you? Mm-hmm. Oh, we also did the poll. We did a poll. Uh, and the results are in. I said, poll, are athletes deserving of respect as humans in the press and online? And 77% of you said, duh, they are human. 23% said on-ice play is different. Shockingly, no one voted, no, they are entertainers. I'm not surprised by that at all, actually. I, think I thought are, it would be more split between their human and on ice plays. I think if I had put that same poll on the Oilers rig account, I think the split would have different. been different. We have a very positive fan base. Um, and also a very niche fan base. That's true. Right? So I think that's that's part of that. I might maybe put that on the rig, see on what the happens. And see what happens. Yeah. Okay. Ready for some hot, hot cues? Uh, maybe. <laughs> I don't like it. No, but sure. <laughs> Uh, okay, so we got some real doozies from Lewis. Most of these are FMKs. All right. Okay. So, first one, Bob Barker, Judge Judy, and Oprah. Uh, I think the Mary is obvious. Oprah? Yes. Yes. But then what do you do with the rest of it? I think you make a plan. Okay. To fuck Bob Barker. But then hope he dies before it happens. <laughs> and then you kill Judge Judy. <laughs> you make a plan? You tell like you tell him it's gonna happen. On this day. Yeah, you tell him it's gonna happen and then right. yeah. And then let him get How? beat up and then you let him get beat up by Adam Sandler. Yeah. I don't know. How well no, Adam Sandler beats him up. Uh, how old is Al Marker? Like he's ninety plus for yeah. sure, right? That's why you tell him and then don't do right. it. Right. Right. Okay. Oh, you, he, maybe he's a senile enough that you could tell him it happened, and he'd believe you. There's that, too. I think that's the way you gotta go. Well, that got real sad. It's a sin. But I was just imagining, you said Bob Barker, the thing I thought it was from Happy Gilmore. The price yeah. is wrong, bitch! I know. I'm just, no, no, I can't. So, uh, okay. Okay, I could see that. Um, her second <laughs> one is between Terry Crews, Will Smith, and The Rock. I think you marry Terry Crews. Okay. I think so. I That's think exactly what she said. She said, Megan better make the correct choice here. <laughs> I think you have to marry Terry Crews. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know what Will Smith has done lately. Like, I don't really... I don't think you can say no to The Rock. Which which answered your question? Hmm? What do you mean say no to The Rock? What For do you mean that? I, mean? I don't know if you can say no to The Rock. Like, just... I would say no to the rock. I know you would, but yeah. like I, I don't know if I would. So you'd kill Will. Yeah, maybe. Wow. I know that's a hard one. It is a hard one because I do like Will Smith, but like, and it's the rock. 
So this is what Larissa said. But, I like, s- you have to marry Terry Crews. There's no option. Yes, and she agreed. Okay. I said, obviously, you have to kill The Rock. And she said, I'd be too scared. How hard would it be to kill him because he's so strong? You think he's dead, and then he comes back and kills you. Yeah. I was like, oh, God. I did see him, like, <laughs> hulk out of a cast in a movie. So, like, I'm, I'm sticking with my answer. Okay. Okay, then. And also, Will Smith is responsible for Wild Wild West. Both <laughs> the song and the movie. So, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh my god that's not responsible he's he responsible for the job. song okay i think he tried to do a nice job <laughs> <laughs> i don't think we can fault people who try hard is what i'm saying um the next one from do you chris. think the edmonton media heard that no <laughs> um this one's from chris and i'm curious if he's if he's mad at me <laughs> oh okay awesome um so between dana white Gary Bettman and Roger Goodell. Oh fuck! Is that a question for me or for you? Like, I said, all I said was FMK ideas for podcast and or questions. Oh my god! I kind of threw up my mouth a little bit thinking about it. So <laughs> that's where we're at. I think you have to kill Dana White. I don't think there's an option. Why him over the other two and pieces by, of poop? And by killing Dana White, I mean get one of his fighters to kill him in the ring. Because at least you'd get some entertainment out of it. Okay, so you are hatching a little assassination plan Yes. Here. Okay. I, th- fuck, I can't, I can't, I can't do it. Because the other two are just responsible for ruining are, everything that I love in the, the world. The other two so. are so awful. Um, like, Dana White... So we can't do a triple murder. Like, let's put that in here right now. This, this is, is what I said. This should be a triple murder. But this I, is the only time where it actually should but be a triple we can't, murder. That's taking the easy way out. I know. Can we put conditions on how this goes? <sighs> I'm listening. Like, if you fuck one of them, they have to quit their job? Still, which one? Well, You're, then who are you thinking you would marry? I, th- I know. I'm sending this one into Fuck Soup for this week because it's a fucking amazing. <laughs> it's a nightmare. <laughs> it's a literal nightmare um, is what it is. Uh, oh, my God. Okay, so you have murdered Dana White. I think I would marry Roger Goodell because when he talks, I don't want to kill him. Because his voice isn't as annoying as Gary Bettman's. So would you but just be like a lush? Yes, but then what you do, but then you fuck Gary Bettman on the condition. It's like, all right, fine, I'll do it. But. <laughs> as if he's begging you. <laughs> but you have to not be the commissioner of the NHL. You have to make me the commissioner of the NHL. Mm, and I'll do it. So it's a job swap situation. Yes. It's like a and body then we can switcheroo. En- and then we can enact our plan. Our commissioner's plan. And then you marry Roger Goodell, but you're a lush who's married to... So, like, you're married, but you live in separate houses. Okay. That's how I feel. So far, And also, maybe by marrying Roger Goodell, I could meet Aaron Rodgers. Oh, that would be nice for you. Yeah, there's both. That would be... There are perks to that. Yeah, okay. So, if we... <laughs> if we enact this plan... Yeah. Could you also serve as commissioner and GM? No. No. So which is more important? To me? Yes. Commissioner. Commissioner of the or NHL. Or general manager of the, the Oilers. Oilers. Where do you think you could have the most benefit? Commissioner of the NHL, I would be in New York. 
Correct. And New York is close to New Jersey. That's my answer. But as GM. <laughs> That's right. Okay, fair enough. I could just do the thing. You could and make, do the just thing. Just undo the thing. Yeah. Oh, I see, I see. You could just call up Ratio and be like, hey, man, you know what we said about no taxi backsies? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I got a deal for you. Got this guy. His name's Leon Dreisaitl. Mm-hmm. You can have. Here's what I want. I still don't think that one for one could happen. No. No. Well, Peter Charlie's the only guy who does bad one for one deals. Yeah. Everyone else benefits from them. Um, oh, that's a, I don't know. Would I rather be the commissioner of the NHL? Or. Or. Do all the good things that we know we could do locally. And I'm inserting myself into right. the position as yes. director of communications. Okay, I think I'll have, well, in that case, I think I have to be the, I think, <laughs> but what if I, what if, would you be the communications director for the NHL? Um, if that were to put you in charge of, like, you know, marketing and, and you know, face of the game and, like, dealing with people like P.K. Subban rather than Patrick Kane and things like that. Right. So, like, personally, where's the greater injustice that you feel? Because I'm, like, personally offended by how bad the Oilers are, but I'm, like, actually offended by the NHL and their marketing. Yeah. I think I'd rather be commissioner. Yeah. Okay. I think I'd rather be commissioner. And you could still meet you-know-who. Of course, because I live in New York and it's close to New Jersey. Done deal. Call him into your office for a meeting. I don't Done know. Done deal, banana peel. All right. <laughs> Do a banana peel. Our friend, Mysterious Aaron. So, Chris, did you expect that kind of thought, that level of thought into that? Please, comment. I don't think he listens anymore, so. <laughs> um, our friend, Mysterious Aaron, who does not exist, sent in a number of questions. Oh, perfect. He, I still don't get this. He sent in four questions, okay. and then he said, I picked four questions be- because of your retriever. That good? Oh, the golden retriever. Yeah. Oh, the number four. Yeah. Okay, just came to me. You got to revise your your writing here, Aaron. It was unclear. (laughs) Um, So firstly, should Canada move Thanksgiving to a Thursday and make the four-day weekend like the States, but still keep it in October? No. I would move it to a Tuesday, but keep it a four-day. So we get Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday? Yes. And the reason is I like getting Mondays off of work better than I like getting Fridays, Fridays off, off of work. work. 100% yes, I feel me like too. that's better. Because it's like, then the weekend comes quicker. Like, I mean, yeah. either way, it's, it's the exact same fucking thing either way. But when you go but back to work later thing. in the week, yeah. it's like, I only have three days until the weekend. It's yeah. a very great thing. And the Wednesday isn't a Monday. Or do it a Friday to Monday. So you get two short weeks in a row. I, that, there's my There's, there's my Friday to Monday. Yeah. I don't want it in November because we're better than the United States, and but they I, need to know that. But I also really, I like the October Thanksgiving. I do too. A lot. You get a nice break. It's my favorite holiday. You There's get, zero pressure. You get yeah. good good meals. Yeah. And time off work. Yeah. Done deal. And we already have a holiday in November that yeah. I don't want to... Be usurped by yes. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yes. Um, this one doesn't really apply to me because I just don't care, but I know you will. <laughs> Okay. So I'm still saying it. What is one college stadium you would want to visit for sports and why? I would love to actually watch a football game at Notre Dame. I think that'd be cool. I'd like to go see um, a football game in the big house, maybe. It would be nice. Pray tell, what is the big house? Michigan. Okay. Yeah. Um, I would also like to go to USC for a football game. Mm-hmm. And I'm only saying football because the atmosphere to me is just like better. Top notch. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Any of, like, kind of, like, the big... I, and I would love, love, love some year to go to an Iron Bowl between Auburn and Alabama. hmm Yeah. That would be great. That would be the one advantage to having the November Thanksgiving at the same time as the U.S. Because then I could go things. and do that. Yeah. Uh, without having to take time off work. But, yeah, like, things I mean. like that I think I would, I would enjoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Number three, this is a big one. When do you think, realistically, the Eskimos will change their name because we know it's an eventual thing? And what will finally convince the team to do it? What year are we, 2017? Mm -hmm. I don't think it's going to happen for another 10 years. Uh, I was going to say like 2025, maybe-ish, somewhere Mm -hmm. in there. I don't know what it'll take. Um, I think it has to come from an indigenous player on the team. Or in the league. Or in the league. Uh, or, like, if it's someone on the team or someone in the league who, like, refuses to sign here because of the name. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Some kind of... Yeah. Yeah. That works. Or a person of color who becomes GM mm-hmm. that perhaps has some indigenous background mm-hmm. and says, eh. You know, something yeah. we should talk about. This is something we should talk about, yeah. But also, like, I think the Eskimos, to be perfectly honest, have some more pressing issues to deal with, like, why their coach... Went for yeah. the field goal instead of going but for third and four. I'd say one is much more important yes. as a philosophical discussion than yeah. Oh, for one sure. play for sure. misplay at the end of the year. Like, um, but yeah, it's and, and it's a, it's funny because there's some people who are like, "Wow, it's just sports." I'm like, "Yeah, if that's your argument, it's just sports. What does it matter?" Then my it. question to you is, if it's just sports, why do you care so much? Yeah, then just change it. Then it's just yeah. sports. Yeah, what does it matter? Oh, it's about the heritage. Let's talk about how their name is the Eskimos, and their tagline this season was One Empire. Let's talk about post-colonialism in that framework, please. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Just gonna leave it at that. Question four. <laughs> As a kid, did you ever use advent calendars, and do you still use them now? Yes and yes. I did as a kid. Someone at my school was telling me about how there's this cool one that someone makes in town here that's an advent calendar for short stories. Oh, neat. And they heard it on CBC Radio, and they were going to find out, like, who it was and how to buy them. Uh, and they haven't got back to me yet, but I would really like that. I have a uh, stocking that I hang, and my mom, because my mom's the greatest, still gives me candy to, like, put in it. Yeah. For every night up until Christmas Eve. It's pretty great. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, yeah I really like them. Because like, it's always just shit candy. Like, it's shit candy, it's shit chocolate. Well, that chocolate is so gross. But it's so satisfying. Ooh. It's the second today. Yeah. One more chocolate for yeah. me. Yeah. It's very cute. Um, I think that's the end of the ones that were texted to me, but I came up with some for you. Oh, God. Are you going to try and make me cry? No. Okay. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm going to leave. I don't know which one. They're all... Well, we'll start with the soft one. Okay. FMK, Letty, Giselle, or Mia? Mm. I think you marry Mia. Okay. Do you? You kill Letty. Either way, you kill Letty. There's no, it doesn't matter. Um, no, I think you fuck me and you marry Giselle. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I think that's fair. Fair. Um, FMK, Dallas Aikens, Tom Ray, and Ralph Krueger. I hate you so much. <laughs> that's so gross. You killed Dallas Aikens because he ruined my team. <laughs> But but before you murder him, you throw a water bottle at him. Mm-hmm. Just because. And then when his body's in the casket, you throw it again. So the suit's wet at the funeral. Um, yeah, and you just take all of the joy in that. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I don't know enough about the. I don't know. Like I don't. I don't even know how to like position that. But you just murder Dallas Higgins. And then you don't fire Tom Rennie. Mm-hmm. And then Ralph Krueger is out of the is not even part of the equation because you didn't fire Tom Rennie. Right. So I don't know. 
I don't know. I think maybe uh, I don't know. Mentorment. I I don't know. I can't even like. I, I don't know how to justify either one of them because both in my head it all sounds gross. So I can't. I can't do it. Okay. And it's not a situation where this is the opposite of situations we've had where they're all so bad you want to kill them all. Yeah. They're kind of all just. Yeah. Yeah. But like, if I'm going okay, so if I, I guess if I want to think about it, like as the coach of the Oilers, I want to keep Tom running around. So you marry Tom running. Okay. Okay. Fair. Um, getting stung by a bee, having a UTI, or having diarrhea. What is wrong with you? <laughs> um, I don't know. I would, to be honest, rather be stung by a bee every day for the rest of my life than ever have a UTI. Fair. So you'd kill a UTI. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so you'd marry getting stung by a bee? Yeah, because diarrhea, one, if I only had to have diarrhea one more, like, one time from now until I die. Right. That's okay. Do you, Okay. Where's... I'm also not allergic to bee stings, so, like, <laughs> it's not a big deal. <laughs> like, they hurt, but it's not, like, a yeah. big pain in the ass. Or unless you're just like, well, my, you know, I did the best on my time here. <laughs> yeah, like, whatever. But I'm not allergic to, I'm not, like, Macaulay Culkin at the end of my girl. It's not going to kill me. <laughs> what if you weren't able to choose the placement of the sting? Oh, what if the sting was, like, on your eyelid? Yeah. Really? What's the worst place to be stung, then? Uh, a friend of my dad's got stung inside his throat. Like, a wasp or whatever, like, flew in. Flew and, in his mouth? Yeah. Flew in his mouth? Yeah, and stung him, like, on the back of his throat. Oh, my God. So, if it's, like, on the outside of my body that's, like... Ex- that's all that matters? That's, like, exposed, that, that isn't, like, covered up by clothing, then, yeah, I'm in. <laughs> sting me, like, all day long. Okay. Yeah. Because, really and truly... I don't find them all that painful either, because I've been stung, like, a, a few times, and I know I'm not allergic to them, so I'm like, nah, well, whatever. This did not go as expected. <laughs> like, I don't even know. But if you're giving, literally, if you're giving me the choice of being stung by a bee, or only ever having to have diarrhea one time in my life, right. I'm going to take the bee sting. Right. Hmm. Although, I guess I could say the same thing about the UTI, just, like, one time, one and done. Either way. But then what are you saying... What are you killing, then? Oh, diarrhea. You're killing diarrhea. Yeah. Either way. See, I would kill... I would kill either UTI or bee stings all the time. Because as someone who's dairy sensitive... Right. It's just like... Sometimes diarrhea is just a part of life. But what if you killed it, and then you never had it again, and then you could have all the diarrhea that you wanted? But I don't want UTIs ever. Ever, 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 ever. Fair enough. I'm just... Same. Yeah, I, like, either way, with it's uh, with UTI or the diarrhea, it's one and done, either way. Like, it doesn't right, really, right, to right. me, it doesn't particularly matter. Whichever. But the bee sting, if it happened more than once, not the end of the world. Mm-hmm. Get used to it. Ultimately, yeah. It's your morning routine. I guess so. Just so, a little prick. Like, I'm stuck my bee. Okay. <laughs> it's like giving yourself an insulin shot, but it's a bee sting. Like, whatever. You know? Okay. Well. Is that all you got? I need to retire from this because that was not as effective as I thought it would be. <laughs> Truly. Yeah, that's all I got. Oh, that's disappointing. Um, okay, I have one for you. Oh, no. Is it from Mike? No, it's <laughs> just, I'm just making this up right off okay. the top of my head. FMK. Ryan Rashog. Dustin Nielsen. <gasps> Mark Spector. No. <laughs> I think Ryan is of all of them. Okay. So. Oh. 
I think I would marry. No. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any take on this yet? I think you kill Spectre for sure. Oh, yeah, and then Nielsen's a one and done, and then you never deal with him again. Yeah. And then but you... it's still just the thought of it. It's like, it's... I could have gone another way with it, which I'm now going to. <laughs> so. Shit. Okay. <laughs> so I feel which like is... we're in consensus on the other one. Don't do Staples instead of Rashog. No, 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 okay. no, no. Kevin Quinn. Okay. Drew Remenda. Uh huh. Bob Stoffer. No, that's still easy. I think you... Is it, though? Yeah, I think you... Is it, though? Yes, I think you F. Quinn. Okay. You Amanda. You marry Stoffer. See, I have a story about Bob Stoffer that I can't... Say on the podcast? Sure. It's nothing bad. It's just when he when he used to cover um, the U of A, the Golden Bears, mm-hmm. um, my cousin at the time was playing for the University of Saskatchewan, and at... at that juncture, U of S was always kind of like either top in the West or second to be were very good. Mm-hmm. And they would almost always play each other in the championship. Some of the four years my cousin played at U of S, I'm pretty sure they met in the Canada West Championships every year. Oh, right, okay. And I think the Bears won three of the four. But the one that the U of S won was here, and we went, my mom and dad and I, and my aunt and uncle who live here, and a couple of my cousins who live here, and then my cousin... He's like my second. Anyway, whatever. His mom and dad came as well. So there's a bunch of us. And we were waiting around after the game, after they had won, punched their ticket to go to Moncton for the, the CIS championship. And we're just waiting around for, for Evan to be done so we could talk to him after the game or whatever. And Stoffer comes down, like, from the, the booth at Claire Drake, which is, like, that table up at the back. <laughs> and it hasn't changed. Um, and he's so mad that he doesn't get to go oh. to Moncton. Right? So mad. And he he's comes down, like, clomping down the stairs. He's just angry, like, steam coming out of his ears. And he's walking back towards where, like, the beer tables and stuff are. Mm-hmm. Like, that way. And then he turns around. He sees us all kind of standing there. He turns around. He's like, they're going to fucking choke. He's like, it's a fucking joke. And he's going on and on about how, you know, the husky going to choke. Spoiler. They did. But anyway, that doesn't matter. And he's like, he's like, you fucking stubble jumpers and blah. And he's just going on. He throws his clipboard at the ground and it shatters into, like, a million pieces. So whenever people are like, yeah, Bob Stoffer's a good dude, I'm like, I'm sure he is, but that's the first thing that I think of. Yeah. So I would not marry Bob Stoffer. Well, then what's your answer? Um, I think I'd marry Kevin Quinn and just tell him to stop talking. And then you just murder Remenda, like, immediately. But then you still have to... One and done. Like, that's... that. <sighs> you have to think about it in those this terms. This grit your teeth and bear it thing yes. is infuriating <laughs> Just one and done me. and be done and just get it no. over No. Because that doesn't imply enthusiastic consent and I find that problematic. No, but if you're if you're like, okay, fine, I'll do it because if I do it, then I don't ever have to do it again. You're still, like... <laughs> no, but I'm all, all I'm saying... It's a hypothetical, obviously. But if that's... If you're like, okay... If I never have to be asked this question again... Like, do you know what I mean? Or if, whatever, fine, let's do it. and get over with. Mm. I feel like we need to take a break from FMKs now. <laughs> This, or today, the joy is gone. The joy. Well, they were all. None of them were really all that good. I, Amanda's made me laugh though with the Oilers. Twitter. I just. I as soon as I read that one, and I was as soon as I read the Oilers Twitter one, I was like, "Well, clearly you married Oilers <laughs> Twitter because that's the best part of the Oilers." It was very clever. Yeah, it was very clever. Um. Okay, I have one more. You'll like this one. I hope. Probably. Till all. <laughs> I'm listening. <laughs> um, uh, Miles Wood. Uh huh. Ooh. 
<laughs> oh, uh-huh. uh-oh. Already? And uh, Taylor Hall is an Evan Smiler. Oh, go fuck yourself, Megan. <laughs> what? Jesus. I know what I would do. You would kill Miles? No. What? Would not. I would kill Taylor Hollis and Euler. You know why? Because he's better and he doesn't deserve it. Because he's free and happy. He's free and happy. As you keep reminding me, I'm trying to... Yeah. I'm trying to have that be a part of my being. He's free and and happy. I'm trying very hard. Okay. But no, okay, what I would do (laughs) is that's the one you F. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. And then you kill Miles and then you marry... Jersey, because I would, yeah. I would just like do the other and yeah. kill Taylor Hall's Marlon and marry Taylor Hall. And because then you could say miles. you've had it both times. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. There you go. There you go. That was a tough one. We need another third qualifier for Taylor. That's not Taylor's a devil. Taylor is a another. Taylor is an Edmonton Oiler. Taylor is a New Jersey Devil. Taylor is on Team Canada. Or Taylor is an All Star. Taylor is an All Star. That works better. Instead of Team Canada? Yeah. No, I think you make it harder and say Team Canada, All Star, or Devil. Oh, okay. That's a good one. Because you just want to kill the Edmonton one already. Yeah, okay, that's fair. So take that out of the equation. Okay. Make it a little bit harder. All Star, All Star, Devil, and Team Canada? Yeah. Are we, okay. Presuming Olympics. Or just, like, whatever, two-time world champion, whatever, who cares? No, I think you have to go Olympics. Okay. Because um, there's prestige to that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, the the world, the world championships <laughs> is like, well, your team sucked, so would you like to play for Canada? The consolation prize. Um, okay. God, how great will it be this year when Connor's playing on Team Canada and Taylor isn't? While I ponder this. Mm-hmm. Did I say that out loud? You did. I think I did. I meant it too. <laughs> um, sorry. Um, I think. I think you have to. Hmm, that's a good one. I think you marry Team Canada Taylor Hall. Keep that around for the long term. Mm hmm. And I think. Does it matter to you, though, if they medal? Oh, yeah. But is... So if they don't medal? Oh, no, if he makes the Olympic team, he makes the Olympic team. Okay, that's gotcha, fine. Gotcha, I, gotcha. I'm good with that. Okay. If they medal, it's better. Yes, But if they make, if he makes the Olympic team... It's still got the qualifier. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah he's an Olympian. It's mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. I mean, so is Mike Smith, whatever, but still. Um, <laughs> uh, so there's that, and then, what is it? Devil and All-Star. I think he killed the All-Star. Mm-hmm. Fuck the Devil. Mm-hmm. I think. I think that's the way it has to go. I think I agree with you. Yeah. Because, I mean, the All-Star's cool. He's a you know, two-time All-Star champion, too. Mm-hmm. But, like, whatever. It's not the end of the world. If, if he never gets picked for an All-Star team again, that's okay. Because each team sends a guy. Like, I get it. It's not a big deal. And we know the truth. We know the truth. We know the truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. There we go. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. All right. Um, That's all we have. That's we're going to make some new merchandise right now, and then we're going to put it up. Yes. The link will be on our Insta bio and probably our Twitter bio. Yeah. There too. And don't forget about our contest that we have. Oh, yeah. We want you to... I literally made it up yesterday. I know. And I saw it and I was like, um, you didn't tell me about this, but I was like, I'm so happy you're doing this. <laughs> um, we are hoping that some of you enterprising 
Photoshoppers out there. And you don't even have to be very good. Just, no. like, do it. We want you to make uh, a poster for the Christmas film that we made last week. And we will send you a prize. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, you can be as good at Photoshopping as we are at podcasting. <laughs> that would be just fine. <laughs> Yeah, do that. And, like, whatever your title is, would be good. Yeah. Yeah. There so were a have few a good that one. were suggested yeah. to us. Um, who was it that suggested? We got three tweets from someone called Sid, I think. Yeah. Who had some very good suggestions for that. So, Sid, if you want to, like, Photoshop it, Photoshop some of that. Yeah. Do that. And we'll send you some stuff. And, like, play around with who you want. It could be Eric Johnson as a hockey player. It doesn't have to. If you want to Photoshop my face onto the female protagonist, I would be fine with that. Just throwing that up there. Uh, huh? You can produce and direct. Done deal. All right, <laughs> fine, 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 fine. Um, I think that's it then. Yeah, I think that's all. Yeah, we're gonna make some new merch right away. Mm-hmm. We have some designs because um, Davis or BFF Davis made those some really cool stuff. Who made me watch some real bad movies <laughs> yesterday? And we're making a flag. Yes. Um. Oh, I'm so psyched for this. Which flag. is gonna be so great. You guys are gonna lose your mind over this flag. It's you, amazing. Yeah, we're gonna make we're gonna make a flag and I'm gonna put it up in my classroom. Um, I think that's it. Yeah, so you can find our stuff on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Uh, leave us a review or whatever if you'd like. Mm-hmm. Be nice on those things. Um, you can send us an email at garbageartpodcast at gmail.com. All I ever get for emails in there now is like from like Teespring or the you have a lo- oh yeah or or you have a login from this place. <laughs> it's like oh okay thanks. That was me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just did that. Um, so send us an email if you have like questions or stuff that you want us to talk about. Mm-hmm. If you have anything you want us to talk about, let us know. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's just gonna be what the shit's happening on Twitter this week. As you can tell, Atlanta we will talk about Riverdale. literally anything. <laughs> we super will. Um, and send us questions and things that will make us laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm <laughs> at Garbage Fire Pond. My name is at Edmink14. And you can check out our website, garbagefirepod.wordpress.com. Yeah, and um, at some point in time, we are going to do like a live podcast while we watch Leap Year. Mm-hmm. Not the Leap Year that's on Netflix. No, not that one. That's not what that's we're not looking what we're for. <laughs> we're looking for the Leap Year with Matthew Good and Amy Adams. Yes. Not the porny one that's on Netflix no. that Kelsey discovered yesterday. And I'm assuming we're going to do that over Christmas break. We should. Okay. That'd be awesome. That's the only time I'll have time for. Yeah, no, that's really good. Um, so we'll do that and then we'll have that. It'll be good. It's like a bonus, like, New Year's Day episode. All right. So we have a timeline for it now. We apparently. have a timeline. Okay, cool. And <laughs> um, I just came up with now. <laughs> and that's all we have for this week. So, so thanks for listening. And we'll see you in the next show.